You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and good morning and welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball coming to you today from Houston, Texas, the campus of Rice University and their home stadium, Reckling Park. It's going to be a warm Sunday afternoon, maybe not quite as warm as we had uh, thought earlier. The temperature is uh, presently 84 degrees, supposed to top out at about 90. We've got some cloud cover up a up above and there's no threat of rain but uh, hopefully the clouds will maybe keep uh, keep the sun from beaming down uh, too uh, much on the field and that the players would certainly be glad if that happened so it's middle tennessee going for a sweep today in this three game series the raiders won the first game on friday behind a great pitching performance from senior peyton wigginton seven to nothing it was a two-hit shutout complete game for Wigginton, and then yesterday, senior uh, Trent Siebert pitched uh, really well in only his uh, third start of the season. He went seven and two-thirds innings, allowing only one run, and uh, the Raiders had to hang on at the end. Rice scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to tie the game at four, sent it into extra innings. The Raiders picked up uh, a run in the top of the tenth, Winning a run driven in by senior Mason Spears. He will be our guest on the pregame show. We'll be right back with that after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. It's getaway day in Houston, and the Blue Raiders and Rice conclude a three-game series. Senior Mason Spears is our guest on the pregame show. I don't guess I can call you a senior anymore. I'll call you graduate. How about that? Uh, it feels good to definitely be done with school, and now we just get to enjoy some time playing ball uh, with the guys, and this is definitely the best time of year. Congratulations to you and Fausto for uh, you didn't get to walk uh, to pick up your degree last last weekend, but I expect you'd have rather been where you were. Yeah, that's definitely right. I was, uh, you know, walking's great and all, but I think I had a pretty good excuse to not be there. All right, game-winning hit yesterday. Congratulations on that, too, and it uh, it gave the Raiders a win that was not a come-from-behind win because we led the whole game, but then they tied us in the last inning, and, and we had to get it done in extra innings. Yeah, I mean, I think that just kind of goes to show uh, what kind of t- what kind of team we have. Um, you know, we got an early lead, and then we kind of, you know, shut it down a little bit. And, you know, Rice is a decent team, and when you let teams like that hang around, you know, they can come back and bite you. Um, but, you know, we, unfortunately for them, are also a very good team, so we uh, – Kind of had to take advantage and take care of business late in the innings, and uh, I'm just glad we came out on top. You got to catch a couple of pretty good left-handers in the first two games of the series, and uh, both Peyton and and Siebert were were throwing well, weren't they? Yep, I'd say so. Uh, Wig definitely was throwing well on Friday. Um, you know, I think the key for him was he was ahead the entire night, always 0-1, always 1-2, um, and then he has that put-away slider that. Uh, we were working in pretty well and Siebert on the other hand you know he threw well too but he was a little behind um sometimes but he still threw very well and he uh you know he's been great all year and he was able to get the job done last night right I I talked to you at one time earlier I think about how you and you and coach Myers get together on calling pitches yeah um it's kind of nothing's really changed since uh, I think the Saturday at Old Dominion was when we started doing that um, you know, Coach Myers has been great. You know, he we always go through the scouting report, and he always helps me out. 
uh, especially when I need it or if he wants to call something. But yeah, him and I have a great relationship and I think it's paying off so far. Okay, you'll be DHing today, so uh, you don't get to get out there in all that 90 degree heat uh, for, for this game. Yeah, you know, I, I do wish I was out there and I love catching and all, but yeah, I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> Okay. All right, big game for the Raiders. We've not swept a team this season, so it would be a good day to, to get our first, huh? Yeah, you know, we've been looking for a sweep all year, and I can't think of a better time to do it than today. All right, well, have a good one, and uh, well, let's take a win home. All right, thanks, Dick. And that is Mason Spears, the Blue Raider designated hitter today. Normally is the team's starting catcher. And he delivered the game-winning hit yesterday in the top of the 10th inning as he uh, singled to left field to drive in Brett Coker, who had doubled earlier in the inning. This is senior day at Rice University, as it is the last home game for the Owls. And it is also the final game here to be played on natural grass. As soon as uh, this game is over, and probably starting as early as the next week or two, they'll be uh, taking up the grass here, and they will uh, be in the process of installing a brand-new all-turf field here at Reckland Park. They're very excited about it. They got a uh, – they got – this is a very expensive uh, thing, as, as uh, you might well imagine. But they got a big contribution from uh, – a former Rice player, Anthony Rendon, former uh, Washington uh, Nationals player, and now with the LA Angels, Rendon and his wife, uh, through their charity, contributed uh, quite a bit of money uh, to uh, replace the grass with an all-turf field here in, in Houston. They're about ready to have the first pitch being thrown out. They've got a bunch of uh, youngsters on the field. Senior day activities have been concluded. So right now, why don't we go ahead uh, with the starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. Find out more at Ascend. Dot O-R-G. We're going to have another choral group do the national anthem today, and boy, that is a huge uh, number of youngsters coming out, all uh, dressed alike in uh, in uh, blue uh, blue shirts and khaki pants and skirts. So, looking forward to that. Two head coaches meeting at home plate: Jose Cruz Jr., the Rice Owls, and Coach Jim Tillman for the Blue Raiders exchanging their lineups. Coach Toman's lineup will look like this. Fausto Lopez will lead off at shortstop. T.J. Mabry at second base will bat second. Wyatt Morgan at first base will hit third. Jackson Galloway will be in left field. He will be in the cleanup spot. Change behind the plate today as Briggs Rudder gets the start. He will bat fifth. Brett Coker, third base, will hit sixth. Eston Snyder plays right field and will bat seventh. Mason Spears, our guest a moment ago on the pregame show, will be the DH today. He'll bat eighth. And Brian Dillingham will be in center field and bat ninth on the mound. 
will be sophomore right-hander Eric Swan, who will be making his 10th start of the season. So for the Raiders, it's Lopez, Mabry, Morgan, Galloway, Rudder, Coker, Snyder, Spears, and Dillingham with Swan pitching. For Rice, their lineup uh, almost the same. It will be Connor Walsh to lead off and play center field. Guy Garibay in right field will bat second. Austin Bullman plays left field and hits third. Nathan Becker will be the designated hitter and bat cleanup. Jack Rydell, who came in as a pinch hitter yesterday and tied the game, or almost tied the game, in the bottom of the ninth inning with a two-run homer. They did later tie it. Uh, Rydell will be at first base batting fifth. Pierce Gallo plays shortstop and hits sixth. Manny Garza is the catcher. He'll bat seventh. Justin Long at third base will hit eighth. Benjamin Rosengard will be making his first appearance in the series. He'll bat ninth and play second base. And the Rice pitcher today is a freshman, Mark Perkins. He'll be making only his third start of the season. He has a 1-0 record. So for Rice, it is Walsh, Garibay, and Bullman, Becker, Rydell, and Gallo, Garza, Long, and Rosenfeld with Perkins on the mound. Rice comes in 13-38. They are 6-20 in Conference USA. And right now in the middle of a an eight-game losing streak. Middle Tennessee is 29 and 20. They're 16 and 10 in the conference, and the Blue Raiders have won five in a row. We will take our final break, and we'll be back with the first pitch coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. All right, welcome back. It's time for baseball. As the Raiders and the Rice Owls conclude a three-game series today at Reckling Park in Houston. Dick Palmer with you. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Rice Owls taking the field as the Raiders will send up Fausto Lopez, JT Mabry, and Wyatt Morgan in the first inning against a freshman right-hander, Mark Perkins, for the Owls. Mark Perkins, uh, 6'1", 185. He is a native of uh, Houston, went to Stratford High School here. As uh, we'll give you some numbers on him, a 1-0 record, making his 14th appearance and third start of the season. 5.06 is his earned run average. 21 in the third innings, he's given up 21 hits and 12 earned runs. Has not allowed a home run this season. His big problem has been uh, inability to throw strikes. He has walked 20 and struck out nine in 21 innings. 263 opponent's batting average against the right-hander Mark Perkins. Rice today decked out in their navy blue tops, white numerals, white pants, and the Raiders uh, back in the road gray uniforms with royal blue lettering and numerals and the blue caps. So it's getaway day in Houston. Perkins taking his warm-up tosses. His catcher will be Manny Garza around the infield. For the Owls, it will be Justin Long at third base, Pierce Gallo at shortstop. New face in the lineup, Benjamin Rosengard playing second base, and Jack Rydell is the first baseman. In the outfield, Bullman in left, Connor Walsh in center, Guy Garibay in right field. That will set the Owls for you defensively. Reckling Park, a little bit to larger dimensions than Reese Smith Field, 335 down each line here, 375 to left center and right center, 400 feet to straightaway center field. The big scoreboard is behind the fence in right center field just to uh, the left of the 375 mark there. So here is Fausto Lopez to lead it off for the Raiders. Senior shortstop. He and Mason Spears both uh, received their degrees from Middle Tennessee last Saturday during uh, the 
commencement exercises, although they were in Miami playing baseball at the time. Lopez looks at the first pitch, and it is a ball, and we are underway at 12.05 here on a Sunday afternoon in Houston. 84 degrees at game time. The sun is out. Had been behind the clouds earlier. Lopez swings and fouls this one off to the left. And that's a one-and-one count now for the Blue Raiders shortstop. Lopez hitting 288 on the season. He is two out of nine in the series with a run batted in. Perkins with the 1-1 delivery, swung on and foul to the screen. One ball and two strikes. I'd like to thank the folks here at Rice for their hospitality during our trip here. And we've got a, an excellent broadcast booth to work out of and a great uh, location right behind home plate. There's a ball drilled to center field. That's a base hit. Lopez gets the game started in the right way for the Raiders with a sharp single to center. JT Mabry will be the batter. He has been on a tear lately. Mabry against the uh, FIU team last uh, road trip was eight out of 11. To, and this road trip, he is five out of 10 in the series, including two doubles and two runs batted in. Likes to swing at that first pitch. Lopez draws a throw at first, ducks back in there. Fausto with eight stolen bases on the season, far below his total of 22 last season. Hasn't been doing quite as much running. Has a good lead right now. Now Perkins is a little bit concerned about him, steps off to the pitching surface. We are just underway in Houston. Glad to have you with us on a sunny Sunday afternoon. Pitch comes in high for ball one to Mabry. He has upped his average over the 300 mark, now hitting 302. Pitch to the plate. Swing and a foul off to the left. Blue Raiders are in the third base dugout here. And I've uh, mentioned before that the dugouts have no fence in front of them. They are wide open. You take your chances. Most of the Raiders standing on the top step of the dugout, as are the Rice Owls on the first base side. Pitch from Perkins high and inside to Mabry. Two balls, one strike. Wide Morgan in the on-deck circle. Morgan playing first base today. The pitch, high, ball three. So Perkins falls behind Mabry, three balls and a strike with Lopez, the runner at first. We're in the top of the first inning, no outs. No score, just underway. Pitch to the plate, swung on, ground ball in the hole that is backhanded by the shortstop. His throw to first is very late. It's an infield hit for Mabry. And the Raiders have the first two men on here in the top of the first inning. Mabry hit that one in the hole between third and short. Gallo, the shortstop, made a very good backhanded stop. Had to go to the ground and get up and throw. And by that time, Mabry had beaten the throw by 
two, three steps. So first and second, no outs for Wyatt Morgan. Morgan has been the DH in the first two games. He's playing first base today. He is two out of eight in the series with a run batted in. And the pitch, off-speed strike, nothing and one. As I mentioned before the uh, game started, Perkins has had trouble locating his pitches. He's walked 20 and only struck out nine in 21 previous innings. The pitch to Morgan, swing and a miss. Nothing in two. They think highly of this uh, freshman and think he's good enough to go right into the starting rotation next season. Six one one eighty five. Looks into his catcher Garza, who's also a freshman. Now he steps off and looks back at second base, where Lopez was leading off. Raiders would like to get a good jump here and get out in front. There's a ground ball. First baseman backhands it, throws to second. Out there, return throw to first. Out. That will be a 3-6-3 double play. They just got Morgan at first base. Down to third will be Lopez. Morgan hit that ball sharply, but right at the first baseman, Rydell, made a good throw to second. And then the return throw just got him by half a step. So with two outs, a runner at third, batter is Galloway, and he takes the first pitch high for ball one. So the double play erases what looked like a promising start to the inning, but still we've got a runner in scoring position. Galloway takes the pitch outside, ball two. Home plate umpire is Phil Kundal, Bob Howard, who had the plate in game one is at third, and Sean Arthur, who had it last night or yesterday, is the third base umpire. Two balls, no strikes to Galloway. And the pitch to the plate is outside. And it is 3 and 0. Briggs Rudder waiting to hit next. Still got the shin guards on. He's going to be doing the catching today. The pitch got the green light, fouled it off to the right. The count goes to three and one on Galloway. Despite the Owls record this year, which is not good, they have drawn well. Friday night's game drew 3,783 yesterday, 1,879. And that pitch behind Galloway, Fausto's gonna score. And the Raiders take an early one to nothing lead. I thought for a moment that might have hit him in the back, but it was all the way behind him. So a wild pitch charged to Perkins allows Lopez to score, and the Raiders take an early lead. 
And that was also ball four to Galloway, who's down at first. Here's Briggs Rudder. Two outs, runner at first. There goes the runner, and the pitch fouled away, strike one. Raiders wasted no time getting their running game going. Galloway took off on the first pitch to Rudder, who fouled it away. Not going this time, and a ground ball to short. Gallo goes the short way to second for the force, and that will end the first inning for the Raiders. Rudder hits into a force out at second. Galloway retired six to four for the third out. One run in the inning, two hits, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Getaway day in Houston, and the Raiders lead it one to nothing. Rice coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the bottom half of inning number one. Raiders leading by a score of one to nothing. Promising start in the top of the first inning, first and second. Nobody out, back-to-back hits, and then uh, Morgan ground, grounded into a 3-6-3 double play sending Fausto Lopez to third base. He scored on a wild pitch, which was also ball four to the batter Galloway, and then Rudder hit into a force play to end the inning. So on the mound for the Raiders with an early lead is sophomore right-hander Eric Swan. Out of Oakland High School, Swan with a record of two and five, 7.66 earned run average. He is making his 15th appearance, 10th start of the season. 44 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 55 hits, 38 earned runs. Has given up three home runs. Swan has walked 23, struck out 40, and opponents hitting 299 against the greater right-hander. And the first pitch is a bit high to Connor Walsh. Four ball one. Eric Swan listed at 6'6, 240 pounds. He's a big one. Pitch to the plate, pulling outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Swan has a good arm. He can touch 94, 95 with his fastball. 
There's a foul out of play, and the count goes to two and one. His problem has been his location, and he's just uh, still fighting that same old problem that young pitchers have, trying to get the ball where he wants it. Strike on the outside corner. Got that one located perfectly. Two balls, two strikes. Connor Walsh, sophomore. That's from the right side. Three out of nine in the series and took strike three call. Same spot as the last pitch. So good start for Eric Swan. Gets Walsh on a call third strike. One out here in the first inning. And the batter is Garibay, the right fielder. Garibay was at first base in yesterday's game. Out in right field today is a left-handed batter. Hits one sharply to right side and booted by Mabry. Garibay will be safe. That ball right at JT Mabry and skipped off his glove, went into right field. Be, that will be the Raiders' first error in this series. I think I'm correct in that. Yeah, that's first error for the Raiders. It, Allows Garibay to reach, and with one out, the batter is Austin Bullman, the left fielder. Bullman hitting 279. He's a senior, one of those honored today during senior day. Here at Rice, the pitch over his head, pops off runner's mitt, and down to second goes Garibay. That will be a wild pitch. Charge to Swan, I think. It was high, Rudder got the mitt on it, but it uh, went behind him, so the runner advances. And the count, one ball and no strikes to Bullman. Hits the ball into right center field and coming over to make the grab is Snyder. Gets the throw back into the infield and that's the second out. Two away, runner at second, the batter is Nathan Becker. Becker, a left-handed hitter, has the DH today. He's hitting 329, did not play Friday, and had uh, one hit in five trips in yesterday's game. Swan checks the runner at second, and the pitch to the plate is in first strike, nothing in one. Very pleasant uh, as we start the game, 84 degrees. We have bright sunshine, but it's supposed to creep up into the low 90s sometime during the afternoon. In fact, they are talking about record-setting temperatures for this time of the year. Ground ball to first, be handled there by Morgan, makes the play unassisted, and that's all for the Owls here in the first inning. So Swan had to pitch around an error but gets out of the inning. No runs, no hits. One error, one left. We have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee one, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the second inning. Raiders leading one to nothing. Picked up an early run as uh, Lopez led off the game with a base hit. Later came around to score on a wild pitch. Raiders will be heading back home after the game. Uh, the flight is rather late. I think 9.45 they told us, so there should not be any need for curfew on this game today. Throw goes down to second. Ready to go in the second inning. Rice campus, beautiful campus, is located in the Medical Center District of Houston. And our view from the press box, all of the, uh, the hospitals and the medical buildings, uh, skyscraper type buildings right behind the outfield fence. Just a tremendous view. For the Raiders, Brett Coker will lead it off in the second inning. Coker's had a good series, four out of nine, and three of those hits have been for extra bases. Three doubles, he's driven in three runs. Hits the first pitch sharply, backhanded, and off the glove of the second baseman into left field. We'll see how they score that. They had shifted on Coker. Second baseman was playing almost behind second base, and when he went for that ball, tried to backhand it, and they have not put anything on the board yet. We'll see how they scored. Coker's at first with nobody out. The batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder, the Raider right fielder, bats from the right side. Coker leads at first. They're going to give the second baseman an error on that play, and I think I would concur on that because he picked it up cleanly. would have had a chance to get him at first. So a runner at first, each team with an error now. Snyder showed bunt and let the pitch go by for ball one. Coker likes to run. He's got 10 stolen bases. Raiders leading the league, 76 stolen bases this season. Check swing, and the pitch is low for ball two. Perkins likes to keep the ball low, throws a sinker. It's his primary pitch. That time, got it too low. 2-0 and the count. Coker at first base. And now a balk has been called. Perkins paying a little bit too close attention to the runner. Committed a balk. So Coker down at second base. 
Count is 2-0 to Eston Snyder. Perkins comes set. There's a strike at the knees. That's uh, actually caught the inner half of the strike zone, two and one. Right-hander comes set, checks the runner at second. And the pitch to the plate swung out, hit right back to the pitcher. They've got Coker diving into third. He's gonna be out. Coker made a mistake. And the pitcher Perkins tossed it over to the third baseman for an easy out. As Coker came sliding in, but to no avail. So Snyder will go to first on the fielder's choice. And instead of a runner at second, or perhaps third, the Raiders have a runner at first with one out. And the batter is Spears. I think if Coker had waited just a split second, and not tried to head to third right away, he might have been able to make it after the pitcher threw to first, but that did not develop. Your Spears lines the first pitch out of play. One strike. Mason Spears has had a good series with the bat. Five out of nine, two doubles. Got the game-winning hit yesterday on a single to left field. He is in the DH role today, and this ball hit him. So Snyder will move down to second, and Spears hit with the pitch. Will take up position at first base. First and second, one out. Here's Dillingham. Senior center fielder, Brian, three out of nine in the series. Perkins with the pitch, swung on, hit foul. Third base coach, Justin Getzelman will make a nice pickup on that foul ball. One strike to count. Forrest Arnold in his familiar first base coaching spot. One strike, pickoff play to second, and the runner, Snyder's back in there. Raiders leading one to nothing. We're in the top five inning number two at Reckling Park on the campus of Rush University. Perkins comes set with the pitch. Swung on, drilled over the third baseman's head into left field. That'll be a run as Snyder will come in to score. The runner on first, Spears heading into third and now at second base with a run scoring double, Brian Dillingham. And that will make it a two to nothing game. Snyder scored easily. Dillingham gets his sixth run batted in of the season, his third double. He's at second, Spears is at third. And only one out for Fausto Lopez. Rice will play the third baseman and the first baseman up just a step off the grass infield. The pitch, swing and a miss. One strike to Lopez. They have the shortstop, Gallo, deep in the hole. A lot of hitting room up the middle. 
One strike to count. To the Raiders shortstop Lopez. Two runners in scoring position. A ball hit to center field. The runner at third will tag. Catch is made out there. Here comes Spears. The throw will be cut off, and the Raiders lead it two to nothing. I'm sorry, they lead it three to nothing. As Spears scores from third, second run in the inning. Lopez gets a run batted in with a sacrifice fly. So it is three nothing. Dillingham still in scoring position down at second base with two outs. And the batter is JT Mabry. He singled in the first inning. Pitch to the plate is a strike on the outside corner, nothing and one. It's getaway day in Houston for the Raiders trying to sweep the series. The Raiders have won seven conference series, but they have not swept one. There's a pitch high and inside. Maybe has to back out of the way. One ball, one strike. They have not swept a series, nor have they been swept in a series. But they've won seven out of nine, including this series, already with two wins. Pitch, swing and a miss. Went for a pitch that was way outside. One ball and two strikes to JT Mabry. Steps out of the box, just his batting gloves. Steps in with a one-two count. Dillingham, the runner at second. Perkins comes set and the ball hit into center field. Going to be chased down out there by Walsh. He'll make the catch for out number three. And that will retire the Raiders in the second inning. But not before two runs come in to score. There was only one hit in the inning. That was Dillingham's double. That was an error. And one man left. We will go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee, three, rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom of inning number two. Raiders with a three to nothing lead. In play yesterday, Louisiana Tech beat Western Kentucky seven to two. 
Southern Miss down to UTSA, eight to three. FIU outscored UAB 13 to 12. Old Dominion beat Marshall in 12 innings. That was eight to seven. Charlotte was leading Florida Atlantic four to three. That game was delayed by rain and was to have been completed early this morning. And then the Sunday game was to follow. First pitch from Swan fouled out of play by Jack Rydell. He of the ninth inning home run yesterday. Left-handed batter hit it just to the right of the scoreboard and you knew it was gone the minute it left the bat. There's ball one, one and one to Rydell. Hits this one to short, charging, high hop. Lopez has it and a bad throw. Did we keep the bag? Yes. Wyatt Morgan kept his foot on the bag. He had to reach toward the outfield side of the bag to save Lopez a bad throw. Play goes 6-3 for the first out in the second inning. The teams did not take batting practice on the field. I think that's pretty customary for a Sunday game. They did hit in the uh, indoor hitting facility. Did not take any infield or outfield on the, on the field today. Early start and getaway day all lead uh, to those decisions. Gallo takes the first pitch inside, ball one. Raiders leading 3 nothing. We're in the bottom of the second inning. Outside, ball two. Gallo, the shortstop, 263 average. One out of seven in this series. That's from the right side. Swan's pitch swung on a missed. Two and one the count. Pitch outside, tried to come back in the same spot with a slider and missed outside. It's three and one. And there's a foul out of play to the right. That'll fill the count up. Three balls, two strikes. Fastball slider changeup for this uh, right-hander. I'm told he could, he has hit 99 on occasion. That one hit to right field on a 94 mile an hour fastball and caught by Snyder moving toward the bullpen fence in right field. So Gallo is out number two. Two up, two down in the second inning and the batter is Manny Garza, the catcher. Garza is a freshman from Rio Grande City, Texas. Had a good series, three out of seven with an RBI. Bouncing ball, pitcher off the mound. Swan has it, throws high to first. Morgan comes down with it and tags the runner going by. So Morgan had a couple of interesting plays at first base, but was able to handle them both flawlessly and that is all one, two, three of the second inning as the Owls go down in order. We've completed two full innings. It is Middle Tennessee three, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. 
Kara's listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the third inning, Raiders leading three to nothing. Conference standings going into play today. Southern Mississippi still on top, 19 and seven. They have a two-game lead on Louisiana Tech. They are 17 and nine, tied with UTSA for second place. So, Southern Miss number one, La Tech and UTSA tied for second. Middle Tennessee is actually fourth. Raiders all by themselves at fourth place with a 16 and 10 record. But Charlotte and Florida Atlantic, who are playing today two today, completing yesterday's game and then another game. They are both 15 and 10, so this is a log jam after you get by the first uh, three teams. For the Raiders, it will be Morgan to lead it off. Slices one down the left field line. It's going to be a tough play, and it is a foul ball. We're blocked out of left field corners blocked from our view by a couple of tents down there in a picnic area in front of the Blue Raider bullpen. So that ball had to have gone foul out there by the bullpen fence. One strike to count to Morgan, grounded into a 3-6-3 double play in the first inning. And the pitch. It's in the dirt, all the way to the backstop. One ball, one strike. Right-hander delivers, ground ball right side, throw for a base hit. Rydell, the first baseman, tried to backhand it. I don't think he got a glove on it. And Morgan has his third hit of the series. He's at first base with nobody out. That is hit number four off Perkins. Jackson Galloway will stand in. He drew a walk in the first inning. That was the pitch that Lopez scored on when the the pitcher threw it behind him on a 3-1 count, threw it behind the batter and it went all the way to the backstop. Ground ball outside the bag at third. That's a foul ball, strike one. Morgan at first with nobody out. Wyatt's dad was down here for the Friday game. He had to leave, but Got to see his son play in that seven to nothing Blue Raider win Friday night. One strike to count to Galloway. Pitch 
Outside, ball two. They put two errors on the board for Rice. They might have charged an error on that ball Morgan hit, although I didn't think Rydell, I, you know, I know he tried to backhand it, but I didn't think he touched it. But they also have four hits up there. There's a ball lined in the right field. The base hit, Morgan will turn and head for third as that ball's gonna get all the way to the wall under the scoreboard. They're gonna wave Morgan home. The play will be to third and safe at third base is Galloway. That ball got through. It was a low line drive, but neither the center fielder nor the right fielder could cut it off. And it rolled all the way to the wall about 380 feet away under the big scoreboard. So Morgan scores all the way from first and it's a four to nothing Raider lead. And Galloway will get credit for a triple. It will be his third three base hit of the season. It's a run batted in. Here's Rudder. First pitch to him, line to center field. It's gonna be a base hit. And another run is in as the ball hit just in front of Walsh, who was a little bit indecisive about whether to try and dive and catch it or Play it safe. He took it on the hop. Solid base hit for Rudder. And a run batted in. It is now five to nothing. Six hits now for the Raiders. Five runs. And a little bunt. They will throw to first safe. That was Coker laid a bunt down the first baseline and beat it out. He was not bunting to sacrifice there. He was bunting for a hit and he got it. A bunt single by Coker. Runners at first and second, nobody out and the batter is Snyder. Time call, we'll have a visit to the mound. Rice pitching coach will be coming out. So the Raiders uh, bringing out the bats early in this game leading five to nothing and still nobody out here in the third inning and they have their bullpen working. So that will give me an opportunity to uh, go to my little trivia sheet. May the 15th, 1941, take you back a few years. Joe DiMaggio, the Yankee Clipper, begins his 56 game hitting streak with a hit against White Sox pitcher Edgar Smith. DiMaggio will collect at least one hit in every game until July 17th when uh, the streak ended. It was stopped in Cleveland with the help of outstanding defensive plays by Indians third baseman Ken Keltner. So DiMaggio began his 56 game hitting streak on May the 15th. 1941. And the thing is, after the hitting streak was ended, he went on to hit successfully in about, I don't know, don't recall how many more games. It was in the 20s, though. Strike call to Snyder, nothing in one. Rice will leave the freshman pitcher in there. Perkins has been hit hard early. 
And the pitch to the plate. Snyder takes it outside. One ball, one strike. Rudder, the runner at second. Coker is at first with a bunt single. Right-hander checks and then steps off the pitching surface. Runners will edge back to their bases. The 1-1 now. Miss Lowell, four ball, two. Two balls and a strike. Center fielder swung over a few steps into left center for Snyder. Here's the 2-1 pitch. And that one's taken high for ball three. Three and one. Raiders are going for the sweep today. They're off to a good start. Five to nothing. Still no outs here in the third inning. Runners at first and second. Snyder takes it outside. Ball four and the bases are loaded. The second walk allowed by Perkins. And that will bring up Mason Spears with the bases loaded. We're going to have a pitching change. Jose Cruz Jr., the head coach of the Owls, has made a call to the bullpen. So while we have the pitching change, we'll take a break and be back with more Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The pitcher for Rice is a left-hander, Thomas Burbank. 6'2, 235, a sophomore from Beaumont, Texas. Attended uh, the University of Texas. And also San Jacinto Community College. Last year pitching in uh, junior college was a junior college All-American with a perfect 12-0 record and a 1.88 earned run average. Burbank, a sophomore, as we mentioned, originally signed with the University of Texas. So he is one in five with a 6.54 earned run average. This is his 14th appearance. He's made 10 starts. 
42 and two-thirds innings. He's allowed 51 hits, 31 earned runs, has walked 25, struck out 30, allowed five home runs, opponents hitting 302 against the left-hander Burbank. He's inherited a pretty tough situation here with the bases loaded and no outs in the third inning. Raiders already leading five to nothing, and Mason Spears, the batter. He was hit by a pitch in his first at bat. Middle infielders play back, and the first pitch sails high and away, ball one. Third baseman playing even with the uh, grass infield, as is the first baseman. They would come home on a ground ball. Middle infielders would probably go for the double play up the middle. One ball, no strikes. Spears swings and misses, strike one. Spears and Fausto Lopez are now graduates of MTSU. They'll be getting letters in the mail from our good folks over at the Alumni Association. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Missed inside, ball two. Two balls and a strike. Dillingham waiting to hit next. In addition to Spears and Lopez, we've had several other Blue Raiders who have already completed their degrees. We'll have senior day a week from yesterday. There's a pitch fouled out of play. Southern Mississippi series, final home series, will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So our senior day will be on Saturday next week. That's a 1 o'clock start. Come out early if you can. Show your appreciation to those seniors who put in a lot of effort into this Blue Raider baseball program. There's a ball hit high and foul down the left field line. It got under that one. That one might have cleared the left field fence, but it was uh, very much foul. Two balls and two strikes. Bases loaded, no outs here in the third. Raiders leading five to nothing. And the pitch to Spears, swung on, hit high in the air to shallow right field. The second baseman will make the grab just a few steps on the outfield grass. And that is out number one, and I did not notice if they called an infield fly or not. They should have on that one. That's the first out. Bases loaded, one out. Dillingham the batter. Brian doubled down the left field line, hit it sharply right over the third baseman's head and it rolled out in the left field corner. And drove in a run with that hit. That was in the second inning. He's up with another RBI opportunity here in the third. Bases loaded, one out. Left-hander comes set. Pitches high and away, ball one. This is the first left-handed pitcher we've seen in this series. Rice saw a lot of left-handed pitching from Wigginton and Siebert in the first two games. 
High outside, same spot, two balls, no strikes. Lopez waiting to hit next. Raiders got one in the first, two in the second. They've scored two here in the third and have the bases loaded with one out. The 2-0 pitch, strike, outside corner fastball, two and one. Here's the 2-1 delivery, breaking ball right in there, two and two. Left-hander Burbank ready to work with a 2-2 count. Swinging a ground ball to third, through into the left field. One run will score, two runs will score. And the Raiders will have them at the corners with two outs. It is now a seven to nothing game. That ball got through third baseman long and they will charge an error there. And I think that's proper call. Third error of the game charged to Rice. Both of those runs will be unearned, but charged to the starting pitcher Perkins. So Rudder scored from third and Coker from second. Snyder all the way to third and Dillingham at first. Here's Lopez. Fausto fouls the first pitch away. He's the eighth man to bat in the inning. Raiders leading seven to nothing. We're just in the top of the third. Burbank, the left-hander, delivers high outside, one and one. Rice has shut their bullpen down momentarily. They had a couple of pitchers throwing down there when they made the change. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on, grounded, foul past third. Turned on an inside pitch, and it is one and two. So Eric Swan sitting in the dugout must be feeling pretty good right now. His teammates have staked him to an early lead. One ball, two strikes. Runner goes and a ball looped into left field for a base hit. Dillingham will have to hold at second. He was on the move and Lopez just a little pop fly single over the shortstop's head in the left field. Didn't really hit it that well, but well enough. So first and second with two outs, the ninth man to bat in the inning is JT Mabry. That hit uh, charge to Burbank is the eighth hit for the Raiders. Who have scored seven runs. I'm sorry, they have scored eight runs. Dillingham came in to score. Now Dillingham is at second. 
He was running on the pitch. Snyder came in to score. There we have it. It's good when you have so many runs, you can't keep up with them. Pitches outside to Mabry. Count goes to one and one. So give Lopez an RBI. And it is eight nothing. Eight runs, eight hits. Burbank, the left-hander. Still just one out here in the third inning, the pitch. Outside, ball two, two and one. Two Mabry. An error with two outs. I've opened the door for the Raiders to get more runs. There's a strike call. Two and two. Dillingham at second, Lopez at first. One out. Mabry the ninth man to bat in the inning. And the lefty's pitch swung on, hit to left field, sending the left fielder back to the warning track. He will make the catch. And the runners go back to their respective bases. So Mabry flies deep to left for the second out. And we'll go to the 10th batter in the inning, and that is Wyatt Morgan. Led off the inning with a single, came around to score. Morgan has hit into a double play and singled. Batting for the third time here in the third inning. Raiders leading eight to nothing. There is generally a 10 run rule on getaway day. Even though the Raiders have a, have a very light, late flight, I, I don't know if that rule is still in place. Game has to go, has to be a complete game, of course. Pitch. Off speed strike, nothing in one to Morgan. First and second, two outs. Five runs have scored here in the third inning. And the pitch. Swung on, drill. That is a fair ball. One run will score. That ball caroms off the bullpen fence. Right fielder quickly retrieves it, gets it in. Another run will score. That is Dillingham coming in to score on the hit by Morgan. That is going to be a double. Hit it sharply past the first baseman and it went, hit that uh, bullpen fence. Kind of died for a moment and then rolled onto the playing field. So give Morgan a run batted in. That will be his 16th of the season and the batter is Jackson Galloway. It is nine to nothing in the third inning. Galloway takes the pitch, low and inside, ball one. He's the 11th man to bat.
Second and third, two outs. Six runs have come across here in this inning. That last run charged to Burbank. Everything unearned from here on because of the two out error by the third baseman. The pitch swing and a foul. Count goes to one and one on Jackson Galloway. Galloway has walked and tripled. Burbank is the second Rice pitcher today. There's a swing and a miss. Took a little bit off. Had Galloway out in front. One ball and two strikes. Raiders on top, nine to nothing. We are still in the third inning. Already played a little bit, uh, almost an hour. In fact, it's time for a station break. We'll get that to you here in a minute. Swing and a line drive. Two more runs are going to score. That one's going to go all the way to the warning track in left center, and it is now 11 to nothing. Galloway delivers a two-out double with runners at second and third. Scoring Lopez and Wyatt Morgan. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Here's Briggs Rudder with a runner at second and two outs. Eight run inning for the Raiders. Pitch inside, ball one. Galloway with a double and triple. We're only in the third inning, the pitch. Rudder takes it inside, backs away, two balls and no strikes. Briggs today has hit into a fielder's choice and singled. He singled earlier in this inning. Swung on, ball hit into right center field. That one is going to get down. Galloway will score. The throw will come to second base. And in there sliding head first, Rudder with a double. He will get uh, a run batted in. And it'll be his second of the game. So it is now 12 to nothing. And Jose Cruz Jr., the head coach of the Owls, will reluctantly walk to the mound and change pitchers as the Raiders have scored nine runs in the third inning and have sent 12 men to the plate. And we'll have another pitcher coming in. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Raiders have scored nine runs here in the third inning and lead it by a score of 12 to nothing. So Burbank goes two thirds of an inning. I have him giving up four runs. All unearned because of an error with the bases loaded uh, and two outs earlier in the inning. So the Raiders will have Briggs Rudder at second base after his double scored Galloway and Brent Coker will be the 13th man to bat here in the third inning. Raiders have put up nine runs in this inning. Raiders scored 11 in an inning earlier this season against Illinois on February the 26th. Still a little bit, a little ways to go to uh, tie that record. Coker, the 13th man to bat. He has been safe on an error and has gotten an infield hit. One for two and a scored run. New pitcher is Garrett Zescoda, a right-hander. And he will pitch to Coker with a runner at second and two outs. And a ball hit deep to left field. That ball is not going to stay in the ballpark. That is a home run for Brett Coker on the first pitch by Zascota. Coker hits it out of the ballpark to straightaway left field. And that is the Raiders' first home run of this series. Coker set on the first pitch. Set it flying out of here. His fourth home run of the season. Zascota will be charged with one run and the other run charged to Burbank. And the batter is Snyder. So now it is 14 to nothing. And that will tie the Raiders 11 run inning earlier in the season against Illinois. 
Snyder, the batter, takes the pitch high, ball one. Coker hit the first pitch from the reliever over the left field wall. Bases empty, two outs. Swung on, fouled out of play, and the count will go to one and one on Snyder. 11 runs here in the third inning. The pitch, swing and a ground ball, snagged by the pitcher. He will toss to first, and the inning is over. But the Raiders bat 14 players in the inning. They score 11 runs on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine hits. 11 runs, nine hits. There was an error and nobody left. We will go to the bottom of the third inning. It's Middle Tennessee 14, Rice nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Justin Long will lead it off for Rice here in the bottom of the third inning. Eric Swan's first pitch, low for ball one. Swan with a 14 to nothing lead here in the third inning. Long, right-handed batter. Takes the pitch outside, ball two, two and oh. Long will be seeking some redemption for the error he made in that third inning, which allowed open the floodgates for the Raiders. There's a strike call, two and one. Raiders had uh, already scored three runs in the third inning. Had the bases loaded and arrow Kept the inning going, allowed, I think, two runs scored on the play. There's a pitch all the way back to the backstop. Three and one, the count. So Swan with a 14-run lead has not yet gone through the Rice batting order. There's ball four. Lead off walk. Well, you have to think as long as that half inning lasted, Swan had to 
cooled off a little bit. Not having, not having thrown in a while. Runner at first, nobody out. The batter is Rosengard, the second baseman. He is uh, making his first appearance in the series, a left-handed hitter. First pitch strike on the inside corner. That's a 93-mile-an-hour fastball. Benjamin Rosengard out of Chicago, Illinois, McLennan Community College. Swing and a foul. Count goes to 0-2. Rosengard, one of the uh, one of those utility players who hasn't seen a lot of action. The pitch outside for a ball, one and two. Leadoff walk for. Justin Long, he's the runner at first. No outs in the third inning. And the pitch. Swing and a ground ball. Coker backhands it, throws to second. Out, throw to first. Out there. That's a double play and nicely turned by the Raiders. 5-4-3 on the double play. Pitcher's best friend. So two outs and the leadoff batter, Connor Walsh will step in. He was called out on strikes in the first inning. Swan with the pitch, misses outside, ball one. Fastball at the knees, and it is one and one. Big right-hander winds and fires, strike caught the outside corner, one ball and two strikes. Just missed inside. Two and two. And the two two pitch misses in the dirt. Ball three, full count. Lead off walk, then the double play. And Swan with a three two count on. Walsh. Pale pitch is low and outside. Ball four. That's two walks in the inning. And with two outs, the batter is Garibay. Garibay reached on an error in the first inning. A left-handed batter. First pitch, low and inside, ball one. Comes back with a good fastball at 94. One ball and one strike. 
Raiders got a run in the first inning, two in the second. This pitch goes outside. And then they erupted for 11 runs in the third inning, matching the uh, 11 runs they scored against Illinois back on February 26th. Bob Jamison had that game. Pitch is high, ball three. I think it's only fitting that the other announcer should get an 11 run inning. Three balls and a strike. The pitch, check swing, I think he went. He did, it's three and two. Checked his swing on a high fastball and went around. Full count, three and two, the runner at first will be moving. There he goes, smash past Coker, rolling down in the left field corner. They're gonna wave the run home. And into second base, Garibay with a double. Walsh will score to make it 14 to one. Garibay a hard smash. Got past Coker and rolled into the left field corner. That will be his 14th double of the season. 33rd run batted in. And that is the first hit off Eric Swan, first run. The batter is Bullman, the left fielder. Runner at second, two outs. The pitch high and inside, ball one. Fourteen to one, the Raiders leading. Swan comes set. And the pitch to the plate, right in there for a strike. One ball, one strike to Bullman. He applied to right in the first inning. That one gets past Rudder. In the dirt outside, and the runner will go to third. It'll be a wild pitch charged to Swan, his second of the game. Two balls and a strike. Garibay over to third on the wild pitch. The pitch, strike on the inside corner, two and two. Two outs here in the third inning, thanks to the double play. And there's another pitch in the dirt and another run will score as coming in to score will be Garibay. And the third wild pitch from Swan, make it a 14 to two game. Now a full count to Bullman. Three balls, two strikes. And the payoff pitch foul to the screen. Scoreboard is wrong. They took the count off. 
for some reason, and uh, they've got it 0-1, but the count is full, 3-2. Ball fours outside. Third walk, all in this inning. Sean having a little trouble living with prosperity. Is it is now a 14-2 game. Raiders are going to send Bryson Thomas trotting down to the bullpen. Batter is Becker, cleanup hitter. 0 for 1, grounded out to Wyatt Morgan at first base. Rudder out to talk with his pitcher. Becker coming in at 329, their leading hitter. And Swan's first pitch to him is a strike on the outside corner at 94. Ball one is low and inside. One ball, one strike to Becker. It is 14 to two. We're only in the bottom of the third inning to pitch. Inside, ball two, two and one. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Inside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Runner leads it first. All fours low and another walk. That's the fourth walk in the inning. And the batter will be Jack Rydell, first uh, baseman. Rydell set on a fastball from Zach Keenan. Last night and hit it over the right field fence in the bottom of the ninth inning. Strike call to Rydell, nothing and one. Rice went on to score three runs in that inning and tie the game at four, send it to extra innings. Raiders won it in the 10th, four to three. Pitch, strike two called. Swan coming in there with a couple of good fastballs. No balls, two strikes. Runners at first and second with two outs. Two runs have scored here for the Owls. Swing and a smash. Knocked down by Morgan. Throw to the pitcher covering, and they got him. Boy, what a great alert play by Swan as that ball caromed off Morgan's glove right to Mabry at second base, and he threw to the pitcher covering to retire the runner. That is all 
in the third inning will rise two runs, one hit, and two left. Here are the totals after three innings for Middle Tennessee. 14 runs, 12 hits, one error. And for Rice, two runs, one hit, three errors. Raiders lead it 14 to two as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Ah, this is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Got a new pitcher for the Owls here, Micah Davis. Right-hander, sophomore out of Baytown, Texas. It's down around Galveston on the coast. Davis 6'3", 225, a sophomore. He will take over here in the fourth inning. And Mason Spears will be the first hitter he will face. I think we've got a change at first base also. We'll try to pick that up for you. I think Rydell is been lifted. So here is Spears to lead off the Raider fourth inning. It is 14 to two. Spears has been hit by a pitch and has popped out. Swing and a miss, strike one. Missed a 92 mile an hour fastball from the new pitcher, Micah Davis. High for a ball, one ball, one strike. Raiders going for the sweep today and are in good shape right now. Leading 14 to two, we're in the top of the fourth inning. Strike caught the outside corner. One ball, two strikes to Spears. Raiders had nine hits in that third inning, scored 11 runs, there was a Huge error by Rice with two outs and the bases loaded that got to open the floodgates. Swing and a miss. Spears down on strikes for out number one. That's the first Blue Raider who has uh, struck out today. One out and the batter is Brian Dillingham. 
He was batting uh, when that era occurred we just talked about. Doubled in the second inning, reached on an error and scored in the third. First pitch is a ball to Dillingham. Davis, the third, nope, check it, fourth pitcher used by Rice in this game. Swinging a foul out of play. Davis making his seventh appearance, no record, earned run average of 12.71. High, ball two, two and one to Dillingham. Davis uh, pitched only six innings prior to coming in today. Swing and a miss. Two and two, he showed a good arm. Two balls, two strikes. There's one out, we're in the top of the fourth inning. 14 to two, Raiders leading. That one hit him, oh, up around the upper left arm. That one stung. So Dillingham down to first base, hit by a pitch. That's uh, the third hit batsman in six and a third innings for the pitcher Davis. Here's Fausto Lopez, two singles and three trips. High ball one. Well, that popcorn's beginning to look good, but it's a long way down to the concession stand. One ball, no strikes to Lopez. Strike call. Dillingham, the runner at first, one out. We're in the top of the fourth inning. And the pitch to Fausto is taken for ball two, two and one. Raiders have been a very good road team this season, 19 and 13 overall, and in conference play, they have the second best road record in the conference behind Southern Mississippi. The Raiders are 10 and four in conference games on the road. Strike call to Lopez, two and two. We will go to Vanderbilt on Tuesday for a six o'clock game and then conclude the season, regular season, with a three-game series against conference leader Southern Mississippi Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That is a wild pitch in the dirt. Down to second goes Dillingham. And that will fill the count up to Lopez, three and two. Raiders checked out of the Hilton Hotel this morning before coming to the ballpark. And after the players shower and change, 
here at Rice after today's game. We'll be heading out to Hobby Airport for a late flight. Full count three and two to Lopez. Dillingham leads at second. Swing and a miss, struck him out. Went after a high pitch for out number two. So Davis has come in and fanned two, although he's hit a batter. And thrown a wild pitch. There are two outs and a runner at second for JT Mabry. He has single, fly to center, fly to left. One out of three. Takes an off-speed pitch. That is a call strike. Nothing in one. Mabry's got that batting average up over 300. Now he needs to try and maintain it. Took him a long time and a big series last weekend in Miami, a big series with the bat here. He is at 302 coming into the game. Swung on and grounded foul past third. Count goes to 0-2 on JT Mabry. Raiders have Bryson Thomas throwing in the bullpen. They could make a change. Swan did not have a good third inning. Gave up a double and also had four walks in the inning and only a very good play that he was involved in was for the Raiders able to close out the inning. Two strikes the count to Mabry. Check swing and a foul off the screen. Right over the rice dugout. Caroms out where Forrest Arnold will pick it up, toss it back to the dugout. Two strikes the count. Dillingham at second base. Two outs. Davis for the pitch. Foul to the string. Holds at 0 and 2. Sun still out. Sun waited until the three umpires and two head coaches went to home plate to exchange lineups. That's when the sun broke out. And it's been out ever since. The pitch is inside. That one hit him. It just brushed him. Mabry hit by a pitch. He'll be the second batter in the inning to be hit. So he will join Dillingham as the walking wounded on the bases here. First and second with two outs. The batter is Wyatt Morgan. Morgan has hit into a double play, singled and doubled. He scored two runs. Morgan, a left-handed batter. First and second, two outs. Davis with the pitch. And outside, ball one. Raiders sent 
14 men to the plate in the third inning and scored 11 runs. One ball, no strikes to Morgan. Right-hander delivers inside and that gets by the catcher goes to the backstop. Both runners will advance. Runners down to second and third. I'm going to score that a wild pitch. Count to Morgan, two balls, no strikes. Now two runners in scoring position. Right-hander comes set and the pitch. Swing and a miss, went after a high fastball. Two and one. lead at second and third the 2-1 pitch and he throws this one to the backstop the run will try to score and will score Dillingham slid in the catcher got a nice bounce off the uh, backstop came right back to him but Dillingham slid in before uh, Garza could toss it to his pitcher so it is now a 15-2 game and that is the Third wild pitch charged to Rice pitchers today. Over to third, Mabry. Pitch inside corner strike. Three and two now to Wyatt Morgan. Full count, runner at third, two outs. Ball four is inside. And a base on balls will send Morgan to first and bring Jackson Galloway to the plate. He's had a double, triple, and a walk. He's been on base all three times. Driving in some runs. About to lose count. First and third, two outs. Davis comes set. Pitches outside, ball one. Morgan in the big third inning had a double and a triple. Morgan had a double and a single. Rudder had a double and a single. All in that third inning. Pitch to Galloway high and inside, ball two. Davis has already hit two batters and thrown a wild pitch. Walked a batter, has not given up a hit, but he has given up a run. Time call, Garza out to talk to him. They've got another Rice, they've got another pitcher thrown in the bullpen.
First and third. Two balls, no strikes to count to Galloway. Hit one right up the middle and through for a base hit. Runner will score from third. That is Mabry coming in. Give Galloway another RBI. Morgan stops at second. And it is now 16 to two. And with two outs, the batter is Briggs-Rudder. That is the first hit off Davis' second run. And the pitch, high, ball one. Swing and a miss. Runner chasing a 92 mile an hour fastball. One ball, one strike. Raiders have scored in every inning and lead 16 to 2. Here's the 1 1 pitch, and that was to the backstop, and the runners will advance. Second wild pitch in the inning for Davis. So now runners at second and third with two outs and a two ball, one strike count to Briggs Rudder. The pitch. Swing and a miss. That was a good inside fastball, and Rudder didn't get it. Two balls and two strikes. You can tell that this pitcher has a good arm. He's just cannot control his pitches. He's a sophomore. Two and two the count. Swung on the line to right field. That's going to get down for a hit. One run will score. Two runs will score. Rudder's legging it into second base. Comes in there sliding with a double. So two more runs will come across. It's the second hit given up by Davis. And it is now 18 to two and we will have a pitching change. We'll take a break as the fifth pitcher will be coming in from the bullpen for Rice right after this. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Pitching change brought to you by the law offices of John's dad, John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm and a proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. And they're going to bring in Christian Cienfuegos, a right-hander, sophomore, also from Baytown, 5'9", 165. First batter he will face will be Coker, who hit a two-run home run in the third inning. Rudder with his two-run double down at second. It is 18 to two. And the right-hander delivers a swing and a miss. Coker trying to ambush him on that first pitch. Didn't get it. Strike one. See, Cienfuegos has an 0-3 record with an 8.84. Earned run average making his 18th appearance. He's pitched 18 innings. Well, 26 hits, 18 runs earned. 20, actually 18 and a third innings. 18 runs, seven walks, 13 strikeouts, two homers. And he uh, inherits the runner at second base rudder. One strike to count on Brett Coker. That home run by Coker was his fourth of the season. And the pitch to the plate swung on, hit high in the air in the shallow center field. Coming on is Walsh. He'll make the catch. That will retire the side for the Raiders. In inning number four, they come up with four runs on two hits and one runner left off. So we will go to the bottom half of the fourth inning. It is Middle Tennessee 18 and Rice 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 